This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air. If you love Youth Zone, then love Fletcher's World, an all-new show on Youth Zone. Listen as Fletcher brings you music, chat and segments like you've never heard before. And a new show will be aired every fortnight on the ORFM website and on the Youth Zone app. Kia ora everyone and welcome to Fletcher's World, one of Youth Zone's newest podcasts. I'm Fletcher and I'm a Year 8 student at John McGlashan. I just got back from two weeks of school holidays. I hope you had a good break if it was your holidays too. I hope you enjoyed my last show where I was back in the awe of recording after recording two shows from home during lockdown. It was so great being back in the studio to record Fletcher's World. During my last show, we featured the new song from 660, Bepeha, for Fletcher's Mixtape, a beautiful bilingual waiata. I chose the song because because a few weeks ago was Te Wiki o Te Reo Māori, which is also known as Māori Language Week. I also include a cooking cooking segment and gave you one of my favourite chocolate recipes. And the best way to eat chocolate, a chocolate cake with, with chocolate ganache. Lastly, we had another exciting installment from Red Rackham's Treasure. What will happen in the story today? Stay tuned until the end of my show. Let's get into it. This week I've allowed my drama teacher, Miss Red, to make all the, the all-important decision of song choice for Fletcher's mixtape. Miss Red says she is a huge music lover and listens to a lot of di- lots of different music. From rock to instrumental to classical to music theatre, pop and indie music. She's really into Bon Iver and of Jen Stevens with the song Maybe Tomorrow by Welsh band The Stereophonics has been on constant rotation in her playlist for many years and is her choice for today's show. The song Maybe Tomorrow is a single from this band's fourth studio album You Got You Gotta Go There To Come Back which came out in 2003. It was written and produced by Stereophonics Phonics frontman Kelly Jones. Maybe Tomorrow peaked at number three on the UK singles chart and found moderate success in other several countries, including the United States. The band was formed in 1992, but had mainstream success for the early 2000s, especially hits like Maybe Tomorrow and the version of Hamblags and Gladrags. Actor Ewan McGregor is a huge fan of the stereophonics and they record the theme music for Ewan and Charlie's his, his motorcycle show. Long Way Round, Long Way Down and Long Way Up. Here's the stereophonics with the hit song Maybe Tomorrow. Down and I'm 
Great trick. Thanks to Miss Fred for the song choice this week. 
And now, now I come to one of my newest passions, football. Originally, it was called Association Football. This Association Football gradually got shown to ASOC, then SOC, and eventually became soccer. Although never as popular as rugby here in Aotearoa, soccer globally enjoys widespread popularities with players and fans alike. So here's my football facts. Soccer teams have 11 players each. It is played by approximately 250 million players in 200 countries, which, and that makes it the world's most popular sport. And a, a game usually lasts around 90 minutes, with half-time being, being at the 45th minute. Football rules are known as the laws of the game. Players are not allowed to touch their hands or arms except for goalkeeper except for goalkeepers. Players may use any other part of their body to strike or pass the ball. Football is governed internationally by the International Federation of Association Football, or FIFA for short, which organizes World, World Cups for men and women every four years. The finals involve 32 national teams and the Men's World Cup is the most widely viewed sporting event in the world, even exceeding the Olympics. The FIFA Women's World Cup has been around since 1991, although football has been played by women since it has existed, and a record-breaking 1 Point twelve billion viewers watched it in 2019 from, Fla- from France. Football is most popular in Europe and South America, with following in Asia and the US rapidly growing. Each country has its own league. Ligue 1 in France, the Premier League in England, the Scottish Premiership in Scotland, La Liga in Spain, the, and the eight in the A-League in Australia and, of course, New Zealand, to name just a few. The best footballers are revered as heroes and idols. They include legends like Diego Maradona, Cristiano Ronaldo, Rolandinho, Pelé, and my personal favourite, Lionel Messi. So it's not usual, unusual for a top player to earn in success for a million US dollars per week. And now on to our next inciting summit of Red Rackham's treasure. Previously in our story, Tintin and Captain Hag have obtained the coordinates showing the location of the famous Red Rackham's treasure. But so far, the preparations for an expedition on the ship Sirius to find the treasure has met with setback after setback. Will they ever get underway? This show's episode finds Tintin, Snowy and Captain Hank on the do- dockside as the Sirius is low with supplies for the journey. The next day... The next day... Tintin. Good morning, Captain. All well? Captain Haddock. Not bad! Narrator. Captain Haddock still looks rather annoyed. Captain Haddock. Yes, very bad. I'm ill on the floor, I expect. I've been thinking, I've been thinking, well, briefly to put in a nutshell, I'm not going! Narrator. 
Tintin looks surprised. Tintin, you can't be serious. Captain Haddock, perfectly serious. I'm not superstitious. It's a bit, but to break a mirror on the eve of the voyage, no, definitely, I'm not going. Narrator. Right at that moment, Thompson and Thompson walk along the dock. Thompson. Hello. Bad news, my friends. We just heard that Bur- Max Max Bird has escaped. Captain Haddock. What did I tell you? A good start, isn't it? Thompson. Yes, that troublesome antique dealer. He managed to give two policemen the slip when he was taken for questioning. Tintin. That's bad. Ship boy. There's a letter for you, Captain. Narrator. Shipboy hands the captain a letter. Captain Haddock. For me? What's this about? Narrator. Captain Haddock reads the letter and then looks shocked. Captain Haddock. Mystery barnacles! Tintin. Is it bad news, Captain? Captain Haddock. Read for yourself. It's ghastly! Narrator. The letter reads from Dr. A. Leach. Dear Captain, I have considered your case and conclude that your illness is due to poor liver condition. You must therefore undergo the following treatment. Diet, strictly forbidden, all alcoholic beverages, wine, beer, cider, spirits and cocktails. Professor Calculus. Good day, gentlemen. I hope I'm not intruding. No? No? Well, I'm happy to tell you that my machine is ready now. Where may I come aboard? Narrator. Captain Haddock, Tintin, and Thompson and Thompson look shocked to see Professor Calculus standing on the dock. Professor Calculus. No, well, I'm happy to tell you that my machine's ready now. When can I come aboard? Captain Haddock. You can't come aboard! We aren't interested in your machine! Professor Calculus. Tomorrow? No, not tomorrow! Never! Professor Calculus. Today? Good. I'll go and fetch it at once. Narrator. Captain Haddock looks annoyed. Professor Calculus swiftly walks off. Captain Haddock has had enough and runs after him, grabbing him by the arm. Captain Haddock. That blistering barnacles. You might be deaf, but you aren't blind, are you? Narrator. Captain Haddock writes on the wall in chalk. It reads, We are not interested in your machine. Captain Haddock. That's that. Now he understands. Tintin. Let's hope so. Thompson. Captain, is that... Is what Tintin says really true? He just told us that you decide you're not to go. Not to go. It seems you broke your mirror in our freight. Captain Haddock. Afraid? Narrator. Captain Haddock looks annoyed again. Me? Afraid? Afraid of what? Afraid of who? Afraid you, perhaps. Captain Haddock fears nothing. You understand? We won't let him care at all tomorrow. No matter what anyone says. Narrator. Later on that day. Tintin. At last, we're on our way, Snowy. Captain Haddock. Tintin, a radio message. Narrator. Tintin reads the message. Tintin. Port commander to Captain Sirius. Reduce speed. Motorboat coming out to you. What can this mean, Captain? Narrator. 
Tintin looks and sees something approaching. Tintin. Look, there's a motorboat coming now. Narrator. Captain Haddock looks through his binoculars and sees a motorboard coming towards the Sirius. Captain Haddock. I can't see the passenger, but it better be not be calculus. Narrator. We see two familiar-looking heads approaching. Two men in black suits with familiar-looking moustaches. Captain Haddock. Thompson, Thompson, what are you coming on board for? Thompson. Hello, we're coming with you. Captain Haddock. Coming with us? Thompson. Yes, we're in orders to protect you. Tintin. Protect us? Is someone threatening us? Thompson. Yes, you are in danger. Max Bird, that antique dealer, was seen skulking near the Sirius last night. He might try to take his revenge. Captain Haddock. Just let him try. He'll find out. Thompson. Maybe, maybe. But anyway, we're now we are aboard, on board you. You will be able to feel that you are perfectly safe. Thompson. To, to be precise, perfectly safe. Captain Haddock. We shall see. Meanwhile, we must find you a berth. We have a couple of spare bugs. Will that do? Thompson. Yes, thanks. Narrator. To be continued. Well, there you have it. Stay tuned for my next show. We will be continuing the sixth instalment of Red Rackham's Treasure. Well, that's my show for another week here on Fletcher's World. I hope you enjoyed this week's instalment. Take care and have an awesome rest of your week. Kakiti ono, and I'll see you later. Bye! This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.